Hi, I'm Candace Michelle, and this is Our Community. I'm absolutely delighted to welcome former Brookings Mayor Jake Peeper to the show today. Jake! How's it going? <laughs> it's How's so it going? good to see your face again. Yeah, I love it. It's been a while. I love it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, it, it's funny because when we, when we got, so we're doing this, we're recording the, this show from our homes. Um, the internet's an amazing thing. Um, and, and when I saw you get on, I saw your, your face. It was like, Oh, I've done this before with him. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is deja vu. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah. 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 Trippy. So what have you been doing? I see pictures of you on the internet, like you look like you're at the top of the freaking world. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. Not not quite. Um, but I've been, yeah, I've had uh, more playtime and I, I do work. I work more. Um, but mm -hmm. I, yeah, last year, especially, I, I was able to get up on top of some pretty cool spots. Um, I went Crater went, Lake? Well, so it, over in the valley, I did Mount McLaughlin, which is kind of like the, you know, that was the first one I've ever done. And that's a good one to be your first. And then I went, I went to near Crater Lake to um, Mount Thielson. I think it's pronounced okay. Thielson. I'm, I'm not totally sure, but yeah. it's spelled like yeah. Thielson. It's, it's right. the gnarly looking one with like a witch's hat, you know, and that was, <laughs> yeah, it's. The it, mountain is? Well, it's, yeah, the mountain is topped by this like 80 foot rock. What do they call them? Spire. I think it's spire. Spire is wow. the term. And it's just wow. this. Yeah. Well, you, you can't you, climb up that. Yeah. Yeah, you can. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like um, the last, you know, that, yeah, that last little bit is, is pretty hairy. I didn't, I didn't go to the tip top, tip top. I kind of bowed out on, on the last little bit. And I went a couple different times. The second time I took Silas with me. And so I went to, to my top and then he, he made it, he <laughs> made sure that he made it like five or 10 feet higher. And then, and of course, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I yeah. love, I love being up higher than, you know, a lot of other things and it's cool climbing mountains, but I, I have my limit too. I'm not like a, a crazy um, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not like an adrenaline junkie needing to get on the the right. pinnacle of, you know, some death defying anything, yeah. you know, I like yeah. climbing. I like getting up there, having a good view. And you're not weird with heights. Like that doesn't weird you out. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I make it through it. I mean, mm -hmm. I spend my day job, you know, gets me high a lot, um, in high locations. <laughs> <laughs> on ladders, yeah. people yeah. on ladders. <laughs> on, on high, in high locations, it gets me. Yes. <laughs> and, and so I deal with it, but I, I'm not like, I'm not super comfortable. I would still yeah. say, I would still tell a lot of people that like, I'm still kind of afraid of heights. You know, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not super comfortable with it, but. I like being on top of stuff, so you gotta. Well, the view, yeah, is the view, like really to yeah. just dive. It's for. crazy, and it's I that know. you know that ninety. So I think McLaughlin and Thielson are about ninety five hundred, ninety six hundred feet, something like that. And so That's you get up there, and the the sky is even kind of a different shade of blue, you know. And you mm -hmm. can you can start to see the curvature of the Earth too when you get up that ten thousand <sighs> foot point, and everything else is nice and you know, halfway flat when you're just so much yeah. taller than everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. 
It's yeah. very cool. And what does the air feel like when you're up that? I mean, can you feel the lack of oxygen? No, I don't different? think I don't think you can feel the lack of oxygen. Um, it seems to me to be quieter if there's mm-hmm. if there's no wind. It seems just to be um, more still to me and where you could hear somebody. The way it is, like if it's real cold out in the winter, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever lived in snow country. But when oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, when it's, when it's cold out, you know, you can hear someone yeah. speaking from a ways away. Right. So that's what it seems like to me. It seems different. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it might just be in my head. I mean, I, you know, obviously, if you lived in Colorado, being 10,000 feet is going to 7-Eleven. Well, you, you get know, used. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, get I, used to yeah. it pretty damn fast. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. yeah. The altitude. Yeah. 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 But. I, I like but it, it is gorgeous. I mean, the pictures that you've taken uh, that I've seen on Facebook are just wow, wow. Yeah, yeah it's cool. So you do usually have a buddy with you, right? You don't usually do this by yourself. Here uh, I am being mother hen well, again, but yeah. it's like <laughs> I don't want you to hurt yourself. Well, okay? you know, I, most of the time I'm probably about by myself. When you say oh, most, okay. I mean it's just a. A fact of life of of wanting wanting to do these things and do them a lot and, and in order to make it happen, right. um, a lot of times it's yourself. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times it's it's spontaneous and you know the age of my kids, like there's not too many weekends where the whole family can like hop in a car anymore, right, and go someplace right. for the weekend. Right. It just doesn't work. Right. So, well, you've got teenagers. Yeah, and they're all they're I mean, doing their yikes, their crazy right? thing. Yeah, they're out, man. <laughs> they're conquering the world, and they still know How it all. How old is Silas now? He's seventeen. Yeah, he's seventeen. He'll be eighteen. Is he and, really? Yeah, in Jeez. August he'll be eighteen. Isn't that crazy? Now you know. I got to say that those of us who used to listen to your chats, oh yeah, you know, we miss his yeah. playing. Yeah, it would be nice to hear him play again. Yeah, yeah, he was very talented. Yeah. And he, he and, still he and, still plays. He still plays. Yeah, of course. You know, just at, at this age, it's he works, he goes to school, and he has a girlfriend, and he plays soccer. That's and that's, that's a much, really full agenda. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. And Lauren is like driving. She'll she'll be driving at the end of the month, which is gnarly. Yeah, and and it's it's cool. I well, she's you know how they say girls kind of mature sooner. Than yeah. dudes, right? Okay, so yeah, um, and that's much how, better, by the way. Yeah, and that's saying. I, I've, I've experienced that with my, mm-hmm. with my two, and mm-hmm. you know, Lauren, I six months ago, I could have tossed her my keys and said, ah, run to Fred Meyer and grab me something, you know, but yeah, my, my wife yeah. wouldn't, my wife wouldn't no. do that. <laughs> it's not the good old days anymore. When I first came to Brookings, man, that's how it was. But, yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she's she's really capable. She's a pretty capable driver, so she'll Good. she'll do fine. Good. Oh, I'm sure. I'm. Yeah. They both will. I mean, they're you know you've got you got four really good kids, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, and you have a puppy. Yeah, and that I have buyer's remorse, man. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I'm I, so sorry. <laughs> I know how that is, though, yeah, right? It, because yeah, it's like is, having a uh, newborn baby. It's worse than having a baby. You put like diapers yeah. on babies, you know. Yes. And yes. and they don't. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like having a two-year-old, maybe you know, because you just yeah. have to constantly watch him. And and he's a cool. Yep. So I think he's 
he was nine weeks when we got him, so he's roughly like ten weeks now. And he actually seems seems pretty chill for a puppy and and pretty mm-hmm. sharp, you know. Like mm-hmm. he's even he's kind of starting. I think he gets the whole pee and poop is supposed to be outside. Yes, um, yes. but he just is kind. He lacks some of the uh, physical ability. Some, That's you know, right. As of the late, plumbing right? is not yeah, it's just developed not, enough yeah, yet. It's not. It gone. just isn't. Yeah, you, and you yeah. you really can't expect them to be ahead of their plumbing. Right. You know, it just it works the way it works. Right. So yeah, yeah that and the whole chewing. I forgot about that chewing thing. Oh, Our other yes. dogs, we haven't had a chewer oh, for yes. a while, and they. Yeah. Puppies, yeah. I guess they're teething, you know, and they yes, just stink they and like chew on no, rocks. No, you should definitely on... give them stuff. To, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't matter. You hand them whatever. You <laughs> buy them twenty toys. It doesn't matter. They just, you know. I know. Yeah, it's we crazy. Had, we got a puppy and um and a beautiful nine week old puppy, right? Absolutely gorgeous. And my husband uh, left. I think like the next day he went out of town. Um, and, and when he went out of town, he would go to like Cape Canaveral and he'd be there for a week, 10 days with, a, gotcha. you know, some kind of a space thingamajigger going on. Right. So uh, he, he left me alone with this nine week old puppy. Right. And I hadn't had a puppy for a while. So I'm, I'm like trying to get the, the child gates in the kitchen so that she'd have to stay in the kitchen, right? Because if she's going to pee and poop, I want her to do right. it on the linoleum rather right. than the rugs and all of that stuff. And and I would like try to sneak out. She'd fall asleep, right? Because puppies fall asleep all the time. Right? So I'd try to sneak out of the enclosure to, I don't know, run a load of laundry or something. <laughs> it wouldn't take like more than three seconds and then there'd be... Yeah, yeah. Right? whining like, like they're dying. Oh my God, like she's dying, right? Yeah. And then you'd play with her and, and be like, she'd, she'd start chewing on my fingers. Yeah. And those are like needles. Yeah, teeth, sharp, right? sharp. Yeah. Oh my God. There was one point while he was gone that I sat in the middle of the kitchen floor crying, <laughs> saying, Brie, can you please stop biting me? <laughs> she had no idea, right? But it, yeah, it can get yeah. a little stressful. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, that puppy has has caused a little a little uh drama and a little tension in the, in the peeper house imagine. yeah there's yes a couple of, i would imagine a couple now, of times there you've got an there, older yeah. one right you've got an no, older one no what happened so our have one? our myla dog um our uh golden she was kind of yeah. like a like a lab shepherd right um she we found a place on carpenterville a family a dude that works with me sometimes um that that have her now that's worked out quite a bit better a lot of room to yeah run. a lot of room yeah. there was yeah, there was yeah, just yeah. there were just a couple of things that we just could not could not work work through with her she mm-hmm. just she had mm-hmm. dog aggression um oh poor thing well yeah. just you know and we're, we're in town and i mean it, yeah. it, it was it was sad it was hard for the yeah. family and we were without a oh, dog yeah. for for six months at least. Um, well, so no wonder was, you've got a puppy. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, that's it, what it happens. Time. Yeah, you know, you time. have a dog and then you don't, and you end yeah. up wanting to have another dog. It's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. 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 
So how does it feel to be back in front of a microphone? Ah, yeah, it feels... Yeah, (laughs) somewhat. I mean, I guess in in some ways it feels like forever ago and in other ways it just seems like yesterday, you know, it's it's kind of strange like that. Um, Well, as a reminder to our listeners, Jake and I did a weekly talk show uh, called Building Bridges for about nine months. Um, We started in, I think, July of 2020 and finished up in April of 2021. Um, We discussed issues and our differing perspectives, and I think we were looking to understand and appreciate what the differences were while still finding common ground. I loved those shows. Yeah, those were fun. Did you A lot of those were fun. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they were just yeah. they were just great. Yeah, we had some. And good it was times. amazing how, you know, when when I started it, I I really had no idea that you were going to end up being a friend, right? I mean, that just really <laughs> took me yeah. kind of by surprise. It was like, I, oh, yeah, I really soon, like him. <laughs> as, as soon as we got rolling, I I wasn't surprised that we wound up friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. there were just a couple of steps there, and. Yeah, that was fun. Your reaching out to the community started months before that, though, um, because I distinctly remember it was when the pandemic kind of mm-hmm. hit, and we were, I, I mean, I was freaked out. Yeah, we, yeah. You know, a lot we of, didn't know Yeah, a lot of what, people were, yeah. Right? Yeah. What was going on? And nobody was talking to us. Right. I, mean, I I distinctly remember that there was nobody that was saying, "Oh, now calm down, saying everything's going to yeah. be okay." I remember that too. You know? Yeah, I remember right? that too. Yep. Right. Yep. And then suddenly, and I think you had maybe done it three or four times before I found it, but you were on Facebook doing these chats, these yeah. dining room chats. Yeah. So explain <laughs> uh, how you started. I mean, because so, that's not that wasn't comfort zone. No, it? no, no, it was no, right. it was horrible. Yeah, at first, <laughs> at first, especially it was horrible. Um, not for us. But yeah, yeah, I understand. But, yeah, the the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, I I felt kind of the same way that you were feeling. Um, you know, looking for someone above above me. Um, you know, someone local, someone in the county, someone of authority in authority, just to kind of say something, you know, talk about what's going on, talk about state mandates, how, you know, how it's going to be implemented locally and just answer questions. Um, there and weren't any. yeah, there, there was there, nobody. Yeah. It was not, deafening not silence. Right. Deafening. And so, yeah. And so you can imagine people just start reaching out to whoever they can. And so there was, um, you know, I remember seeing just a lot of Facebook chatter asking asking specific questions and um, you know, dropping my name and and just questions, questions, questions. And I knew uh because at the time, you know, I I'm like kind of figuring out uh figuring out what I need to do for myself and my family as far as work mm-hmm. and how this is all going to work out. Um I knew that I wouldn't have time to like sit down and I I can't sit at a keyboard and type out responses and have conversations with people like this to answer questions. So I had this brilliant idea about, well, this Facebook live thing, I'll just, I'll go on and answer the questions that I've got. That was my, my first thought. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, so that's where it started. 
And then mm-hmm. from, from there, it was um, because everything was closed. City Hall was closed. I, I thought, well, um, with Facebook Live, I mean, I, I could just be on at certain times and allow people to, to join and comment and, you know, ask. And um, just because I really wasn't available at City Hall, right? And so, right. and then it, it just kind of morphed over time. You know, if you, if you remember it, just. Well, you were doing it it every night for a while. Yeah. For a while when things were really hot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When things were really hot. A lot of time and energy on your part, but yeah, you know. And then I, then it it was down to twice a week. Uh Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it it was, uh, it, it was an interesting thing and, um, well, I, th- I think you should know, I, I mean, I'm sure you do know this, but you provided an anchor for the rest of us that we would have been, we would have been in, in trouble without that anchor. You know, you, you gave us information that we needed, that you had come across, you know, with your dealings with other people in the governmental, whatever. Um, you also kept us on track with the city government and what they were doing and what, what the, you know, the, the rules were going to be in Brookings and, and stuff like that. And, and just the ability to see your face and be able to connect with the other people who were you know, typing questions and, you know, typing, mm-hmm. it, it was, it, it provided a glue that I, you know, I don't know what we would have done without it because it, it was such a scary time for a lot of us. I mean, especially those of us who were older, I mean, we're looking at that. That's not, we're just going to get sick. That's, we're right. going to be out of here. Right. Well, Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I hope it, I hope it was that. And I, well, I know it was that for a number of people. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. And it was, I mean, it, you sometimes had like 30 some people on. Yeah. I think. Yeah. There were some, you know, I, I remember um, as soon as I figured out how you can see like how many times a video has been viewed, mm-hmm. I thought, Oh, well that's interesting. So I'd like go back and look. And I think, that I had one video that one or two that were viewed a thousand times. And so, oh, holy but they were, moly. well, but it was the one, but the it was one, Silas playing. The guitar, yeah. Right? Yeah. And it was, it was his 10 groupies over and over and over again. <laughs> but what, I, what I watched for was, you know, I, I had months where it was a couple hundred views every time. And so I knew mm-hmm. like, okay, this is, this is being, this is being viewed by enough people. Um, that it's you know obviously this isn't a one and done this is gonna this has got to keep going and so it kept going and i there were there were a lot of it there was a many parts of it that i knew were going to be hard and um that i knew you know brought some serious um serious challenges and pitfalls i remember talking about pitfalls and landmines on my chats about this um just describing that to people because i knew that was an inevitability um, realizing, you know, just, 
even just literally talking that much, just speaking that much for, you know, that many hours in over six months, that that's a lot, you know, that's, yeah. that's more right. talking than, than I've ever done than any city mayor or city official has done. And it's all like recorded and, right. and it's all live and off the cuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, I knew it wouldn't take too long before, um, you know, I could start to start to isolate myself from some of my colleagues and, and other people. Um, but it was just, there, there were too many, there were too many people involved in it. There were too many people watching and I was going and, and committed to it. And so we just yeah, kept doing we, it. We replayed those um, chats on KCIW because, you know, we thought that having the mayor talking during this time was an important, it was important for people. It was important for the people out there who were afraid um, or nervous or, you know, concerned or whatever. It was important for them to hear somebody who had some authority. And, you know, we weren't, we weren't getting a lot. I mean, we didn't, we didn't get medical stuff. We didn't get medical information at all. I mean, I think that, you know, for for a little while we were getting something from public health, but not much. And we got almost nothing from Curry General. I mean, it was we just weren't getting information. Yeah. Especially at first, especially. Yeah. Know. Yeah. And then you're if you remember like the pandemic wasn't the last thing to happen. And so I should have thought of that, because <laughs> it turns out, you know, I'm on Facebook live when, you know, where there was George Floyd that was murdered and BLM yep. protests and Trump in the White House. And yep. you know, the stinking next election and you know, <laughs> it's like, ooh, things are things yep. are cooking along here pretty good. <laughs> Because they don't ever stop, really. Right. You know, I mean, we we think that we've got one disaster or whatever that we need to deal with, but life doesn't stop. Yeah. It just keeps yeah, serving keep it up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I, obviously, like I couldn't, I couldn't come on air for the day and talk about the consent agenda if you know there was riots, riots and stuff. Yeah. Like. <laughs> like there yeah, was, we're we're going to ignore that. Yeah, I mean, that was you know that was a tough yeah. one, and I remember talking about that. That you know, yeah. I didn't really. Geez, who I don't know what small town mayor desires to like even share their opinion about something going on nationally. All it right, you know, it doesn't it doesn't do didn't do me any good really necessarily right. And so right. normally right. mums the word on stuff like that, right? But. Just because it was, it was, I was on, you know, I yeah. was on and yeah. Gotta and talk you about were the something. only voice. I mean, you, you just were, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, the, the reality was that you were so authentic and willing to share, um, that people really, people who may not have um, thought ver- about you at all, really gained a lot of respect for you because because of your willingness to keep putting yourself out there, you know, and and talk about the talk about the tough issues. You yeah, know, they. You, yeah. So you've been in city government. You you were there for. 
forever, right? I mean, when did when did you get started? I mean, so, I remember you being there forever. I, was, I don't know. When did you get started? It was so like, I was I was originally appointed to a city council seat in the summer of '08. I think it was '08. Um, it's a long time ago. Yeah, there was uh, there was a the mayor resigned and it and another counselor followed followed the mayor in a resignation. So there were a couple mm-hmm. quick appointments and right. I actually got like really lucky that that um, one dude was sick and the other guy just didn't show up or something. It was something <laughs> crazy like that. Seriously, and and these all these old goats look at me and go, "Well, I guess you're it." And I, said, I guess okay. you're it. You're yeah, the only one left it. standing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was that was the start of it, but, oh, but I, I stuck around. Yeah, it mm-hmm. didn't it didn't take long to find my way. Yep. Um, so two thousand eight, and I don't remember exactly when I came when I became the council president. It must have been when when Larry Anderson resigned as mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron would have become mayor. I became council president, mm-hmm. and then was it in sixteen? Maybe I think that. Ron ran for county commissioner. commissioner. I I ran for mayor. Yeah. Um, Became mayor. Um, Some of my elections are kind of are kind of blending together. But oh, that first time, the first time I ran against a gentleman, um, I think the second time maybe I ran unopposed. And then I ran. I ran uh, against Teresa, Teresa Lawson. Teresa was one. in there somewhere. Yeah. But I I think the last time you ran, you ran unopposed. I think that was the yes yeah you're right right, you're right. because yep. I because I remember talking to you about that and you were not you weren't very happy that you were running unopposed you really unopposed, wanted yeah, to have yeah I don't like that you really wanted to have somebody you know yeah. running against you which is and and why why I mean I mean s- some politicians would think that that was just gravy right you don't have any opposition you've got the why did you want to have somebody running against you? Um, well, I, I mean, for one, that was like how I figured on going out, right? That's how you kind of figure on it ending. Um, mm-hmm. At least at first, that's kind of what I did. I didn't think I'd be around long enough to um, like just not run again or, or quit. Right. Um, it's the healthy healthy competition and, and, you know, when you're elected unopposed, uh, I think there's at least my personal feeling was kind of a lack of validation. Mm-hmm. It seemed, you know, um, mm-hmm. it only it didn't work really well just to tell myself, oh, ever anyone is would be so scared to run against you because you <laughs> they know that you would just beat them. So that's oh, why they're, they're so not. That's why they're not. Boots. Yeah, that's why no one's <laughs> running against you. And so that only lasted so long. Um, so it's it's nice to be able to to contrast um, mm-hmm. from someone and it's, it's good for the public mm-hmm. to have a choice, you know? Yes. I don't, I don't like only having single candidates on the ballot when I'm voting. No, I don't so, either. Yeah. I, I, either. I never liked running unopposed. I never liked right. that at all. Right. Well, the part of the problem in the last election that you were in was that we were in the midst of COVID, right? Right. I, that was a problem. Yeah. And you <laughs> yeah. know, there, there I mean, who wants to run who for city council to, when yeah. we're in the middle of a pandemic? Yeah, I, I really didn't, you know, I, yeah. I was close to done there. I, I wasn't sure about that last one either. I was, 
I was ready to kind of but, hang it up. I mean, you got a lot of votes. So, I mean, I, you know, people clearly, and, and I think that that, you know, was part of the way you had handled everything is that, you know, people, people felt comfortable with you. They felt like, um, there was a level of transparency with you that, uh, they hadn't experienced before. Um, I remember talking to you a couple of times about um, the fact that there are 35, 40% of the population in Brookings has kind of traditionally felt like they were not being heard or being represented. Mm -hmm. and, and I remember you saying that you would make it, you would make it a point to make sure that those people had a voice. Yeah. So, you know, I I really think that it was it was a lot of that that, you know, people said, "Yeah." Yeah. Well, and yeah. I you know, I I met I met so many people over Facebook or or they met me that mm -hmm. you know, they had never they probably didn't even know who the mayor was. Certainly yeah. had never been involved in city government. Right. Um had never been to a council meeting. You know, but they're on Facebook. I mean, every, everyone's on Facebook, right? And exactly. so yep. there were a lot of folks that, that, I, that I met through that. And, you know, that was of everything that went on during that time and getting on Facebook, I would, I'd look at that one um, as, not that I'm necessarily the most proud of, but that one puts the biggest smile on my face oh, at the yeah. end of the day. There were a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people there that I, that, I, that I reached or just met just at, in the last couple of years that I was in mm -hmm. office. People mm -hmm. that I, I never would have had it not nope. been for Facebook. And I remember you know, seeing the, the names of people who were commenting on your, you know, saying mm -hmm. different things on your presentations and stuff. And, and I thought, you know, I recognize the name. I really want to, I want to meet them. You know, I, I want to meet these people. And in fact, um, I remember that is exactly how I met Diana Cooper. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's how you, I met her. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you had been talking about the homeless issue and I think you said something like, you know, any, anybody wants to talk about that, let's get together on Facebook mm -hmm. or have a meeting, Zoom meeting or something like that. And Diana and Michelle, Michelle and me and, and you and somebody yep. else. Oh, her name. Yeah. Her profile picture was a fox for a while. I remember okay. joking about it. Um, okay. Yeah. Her name's escaping me. But what what a great meeting that was. Yeah. And, yeah, that and was it interesting. led to a really I'm you know, I mean Diana and I have a very deep friendship at this point, and we never would have had that without that. So yeah. and you, all of her work kind of started from that. Yeah. All of the work and that I, she's done with Core. It it sounds like nothing now to talk about a meeting, you know, of a few people over Zoom a few years ago, because it's so normal now. But I mean that was that was the first time I'd ever done anything like that. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, me too. Zoom, Zoom wasn't the norm, normal thing there for for all no. of us. You know, no, that was, it was crazy. In it was, in fact, I have said repeatedly since then, I wish I had bought stock, right? Because who <laughs> knew that Zoom was going to become like your go to? Right. 
I mean, for for like two years, even even today, we still have our board meetings on Zoom, and and for two years, that's all we did was yeah. you know had Zoom meetings. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we could have kept the radio station going without Zoom. That was the only way we could have board meetings. I mean, it's just I, like I would imagine that a number of groups and organizations probably lost touch during that time because they mm-hmm. didn't have you know that capability. Or the yep. you know the people didn't have the know how to to do the Zoom stuff. Yep, yep. No, I yeah. Thank thank goodness we've got some tech people who can get out of any paper bag you put them into, <laughs> and that's not me, by the way. <laughs> inevitably, inevitably, there's there's some kind of technical glitch yeah. with me, no matter what I'm trying to do. Yeah, but it's funny that seems uh, so much more every day now. You know. Yeah. virtual meetings and and talking on zoom or whatever it is it's just yeah seems like every day well and the thing that i think is is so important about that is that like i can see you we're we're doing Mm -hmm. this recording and i can see you and if we were just doing it by phone i wouldn't be able to see you so you know you can't read each other's facial expressions i mean it just you lose so much when you can't see somebody yeah you know oh yeah 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 Yeah. although i i have to admit i i remember distinctly the time when we were recording a show and i think it was your computer that went off the table (laughs) and you went down to get it. So I'm suddenly talking to nothing, right? There was nobody there on that screen. (laughs) It's very interesting. Very interesting. Good times. The good old days. I know. The The good old days. days. I know. I know. So um, I remember that you had talked about um, the pitfalls, and you talked about that mm, previously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, you you just mentioned it a little bit ago. The the pitfalls of being on social media. How did that? How do you think that came back and bit you? How you know what? Well, what happened. Well, I can kind of surmise. I mean, I, I know some mm-hmm. of the things that happen and I can um, just like before I got on and as I was doing it, you know, I could kind of guess how how, how things could be take, taken, how other counselors could be, you know, watching and, and perceiving this and, and what what I'm saying is going to sound like to them when they know that I'm saying it to 200 people or 400 people that are going to watch this video. Right. Mm-hmm. And just the, the mm-hmm. fact that I'm like saying it broadcasted live, like shouting it from, from the mountaintops. Mm-hmm. Right. Even yes. if there were only 20 people watching, <laughs> right. But still the, the <laughs> fact that I, that for hours I'm, I'm, you know, talking and, and explaining, um, a, a council meeting that had just happened. And I'm going to share what happened and try to articulate that to the public and, and try to describe um, and like narrate how it all went down mm-hmm. and who and who said what and mm-hmm. 
most people want to know why why did the council choose that well you know that's it's a really big question because that yes. the, the council decided with three votes or four votes or five votes you know mm -hmm. and and counselors vote different ways for different reasons and so it's it's touchy it's it's touchy doing that and talking about that um it's only a matter of time before you know all it takes is one comment to sting and mm -hmm. and the next comment stings that much worse mm -hmm. or you know the the first thing that i say that someone uh a colleague finds disagreement in it just it, it compounds things like that compound over time and i knew i i knew i knew it would happen um at least on some level and try you know i i tried uh i'd like to hope I'd like to think I tried my best to, you know, mitigate, mitigate some of that. Um, but especially the last few months that I was mayor, I could tell that, that things were, things were changing. You know, there was, there were whispers, you know, I was, I was catching the vibe that there was, mm -hmm. um, Jake was outside of the camp, you know, and it seemed like, um, we had, we had a handful of consecutive issues there that just that really I felt just went awry and, mm -hmm. and I, I really just disagreed wholeheartedly with the direction that the council was taking. And it, um, they were making choices that seemed to be just more in the punitive nature of things, um, against personal, you know, against individuals and, and not necessarily about an organization or, or what it was they were trying to accomplish, but it, the decisions were based really just on the people that are standing in front of you and whether or not you personally like them. And so, you know, those things were compounding and, um, uh, the, you know, the last, my last time in office too, I had, I had two siblings that passed away within, you know, six months of each other. And I so that, that, that definitely that took a tough. Yeah. yeah. How, it, do you, how do you even process that? Jake? I just didn't. I, you just don't. Yeah, right. Just, you just, yeah, just push it, that one off, off for a while. Yeah. I'll deal yeah. with you, you later. deal with yeah. that later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just God. push that puppy off. So, but I mean, on, on my personal level, that, that definitely changed um, some of my motivation. And, mm -hmm. you know, it just, it, it changed. It changed me. And so it changed mm -hmm. my, feeling on my relationship with the rest of the council and, and just where we were going and where we would be able to go after, after the last few months of, you know, over, over a handful of meetings, things that had happened and things that were said and things that I said on Facebook, you know, that's that, I mean, I had a huge role in that because after all, I'm the one doing most of the talking and. But I don't you, remember you being, I don't remember you being objectionable in any way. I mean, you were well, just I, saying what was going on, as far as I can remember. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would try to. I would like to, yeah. like to think that I was, you know, yeah. and and yeah. I would imagine. I mean, other counselors would definitely have their perspective. Of um, course, yeah, of and course. and you know, I wonder what they would. Um, their perspective on say like the last six months or so that I was in office. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've spoken to all of them and perfectly mm -hmm. friendly and I've, I've seen them and been able to laugh and even joke, been able to joke a bit too about Good. our time on the council. And, um, 
I hadn't, I haven't really, you know, I, I really stepped away from everything and hadn't been to a council meeting, um, up until this last, this last one with Janelle. And what a one to come back for. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, I was, I, I would never have, I would never had a thought that that would be the next time I'd be going to city hall. And it was pretty, it was disappointing. Um, but you know, I was, you can imagine that even though I'm not mayor anymore, there's still a handful of people that, that reach out and ask questions and, oh yeah, you know, they think that maybe I have an inside scoop or something, which I don't usually. Um, but I, I no, knew but, there was, but you have a perspective from having been inside yeah, yeah. the mechanism. Yeah. That, and so a lot of, yeah, they'll, they'll yeah. run it by me, you know, does this, right. what does this sound like? Does this, can right. that happen? Can this happen? Right. And so I was getting a lot of feedback about the Janelle issue. So I just, I thought, well, I'll go and, and hear mm -hmm. and just hear with my own, with my own ears, see what's, see what's going and on. And what did your ears tell you? <laughs> How was that for you? <laughs> I mean, um, it was really good seeing you walk in the door. I have to tell you yeah, that. I that appreciate was, that. It was just really I appreciate good. That. But yeah. What, so, so what was your reaction to what you heard? Well, there wasn't, the council didn't really say a great deal that night. Um, mm -mm. I think the mayor probably did most of the talking. Um, you know, I was left with, uh, left with kind of some questions. Um, I was disappointed. There's, a, there was a lot of disappointment there with things that I thought, um, just from the perspective of a citizen, you know, that I kind of disappointed. So, you know, being the mayor and, and knowing people and, and kind of not having an inside scoop, but like you said, having a perspective on things like right. I, I could, I could right. guess some things and I could see some right. things and, um, but, but I, I could definitely, I definitely knew the common, common Joe citizen, um, boy, he's not going to, they're not going to know what's going on and they're really not being told much at all. And I, th I thought it was a real shame. You know, I, I think, um, I think I've mentioned this to you before that, that earlier on, I thought that there, there was a path there that, um, mm -hmm. Janelle could have come, come back to the city and some time could have passed and, Things could have just moved on and, and she could have gotten past it and the city could have gotten past it. But as, t as time went on and different things kind of came out, you know, and information comes out and you learn different things. Um, I didn't see how that was possible. Uh, and from just the point of view of, of just a citizen, um, I thought, oh, no, this, this person can't, this person can't be the CEO of the city of Brookings anymore. It's just this isn't going to work. Um, and then with Monday night, um, I was hoping to hear some, some recognition of wrongdoing, mm -hmm. which, which was lacking. Mm -hmm. Um, and because that actually goes a long way, right? I mean, when, yeah. when, when you've messed up, if you say you messed up, it, yeah. it kind of, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't clear the board exactly, but it at least it 
It indicates that you know what you've done, you recognize that it was not okay, and then you assume that there's going to be some way to rectify it, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll, there would be consequences and, and hopefully some remedy. Um, mm-hmm. But there at least has to be a recognition that, that something, something wrong happened. And, 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 you know, because Janelle committed that wrong, the city was wronged and the citizens were wronged by it. And there should be an explanation for that. Right. Um, and that, that was lacking. So, I I would hope I would hope that maybe in the future it's talked about more. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe not. You know, my experience on the city council tells me that um, the the mass the public like the masses tend mm-hmm. to have a short uh, memory and mm-hmm. a shorter attention span. So I would presume that a lot of the council up there. Um, is is presuming on some time passing and and memory fading and things mm-hmm. just kind of chilling out and maybe maybe that'll happen maybe it won't um, well the the letter that um, former councillor McKinney read into the record that was from the employees who did not that letter was they don't want her back. Um, they think it's bad for morale and, you know, all of that. I, I just don't know how you get past that, right? If you're, if your employees are, and, and, you know, he said when he was starting to read the letter that they were afraid of retaliation, mm-hmm. that that's why they asked him to read the letter. And, God, that just doesn't sound good, right? I mean, how do you get past that? Well, I would. I'm sure there's with with certain individual people, there is no getting past it, and you know that's the the tragedy in things like this. Um, as tragic as it is, and as much as I care about Janelle personally, and and mm-hmm. and I care about the well being of the council and the job they're doing, um, there's there's some things that just you can't necessarily rectify. And mm-hmm. and I would imagine that the turmoil that it creates within the city ranks and with her employees is, would be substantial. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't imagine I was, it was part of the surprise in, in her actually coming back. Like one, I was surprised that she wanted to come back. And then two, I was surprised that the council hired her back. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I, I have a hard time understanding um, or, or seeing Janelle being comfortable coming back, um, especially knowing some of the staff issues, you know, but. Um, yeah, and it, I, it's not like the, the stuff isn't public record, you know, I mean, the arrest report is public record, the, you know, the administrative investigation is public record. I mean, uh, yeah. It's, how how do you get comfortable with having that information available to everybody and and yet because she the city manager is everybody's boss right I mean yeah even even the cops right yeah. she's oh yeah 
yeah, I mean, it's she's the top head honcho at the city. Head honcho. I mean, um, I can't imagine what would it feel like if you were the cop that you know cited her. It's like, wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Don't yeah. want to get into that mess. Well, I mean, certainly, <laughs> if if you had, you know depending on your personal level of involvement and depending on what your job is there at the city and, you know, law enforcement, obviously they're in their profession. This is a huge, huge deal. Yeah. And, and, you know, they know just what would happen to them if, if something like that happened, if, if they were charged with a crime, um, it's, it's career ending and, and there's no, there's no question about it. Right. Um, so I certainly, I certainly feel for the, for the police department. Um, but everybody, it, it affects everybody there. And even if, if there's staff that, that is happy to see her come back, or if there's staff that are, you know, sad to see her come back, it, it creates issues for everybody. And it's just really a, um, it can just be, a, it can wind up really just being a sad situation because it winds up costing the city other high level staff, right? It creates a mm -hmm. poor work environment where people end up moving on. Mm -hmm. And it, it just creates a, a turmoil inside of City Hall that things like that don't get rectified overnight, right? It can, it can take a long time for something like that to change a, a culture. And, and I would think that, you know, even. Because the the elections for city council and the councilors get elected for four years, so you know you can change mayor in two years, but those city councilors who were just sworn in, they're there for four years, which is wow, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least, a, yeah, at least a couple of them. Yeah, um, yeah, but. Yeah, every every two you got two up in the mayor. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But but I, Isaac was appointed, so he's going to have to run again, right? Well, so no, so his seat. He he took Brad's. who Al, Alcorn's. Yeah, uh -huh. and Alcorn would have been up for election as next this next cycle, right? right? Right, yeah. Right, so he right. he would just fill that, you know, he would pick up on the cycle. So whatever the next normal election is for that seat. So how is how does that work with appointments? So you if if you were appointed and they whoever it was still had three and a half years ahead of them, would you finish out that three oh, yeah. and a half years? Oh. Yeah, even if it was the day the day really? after. Yeah. Even if it was practically a full term. Mm -hmm. I was appointed. My first appointment was a little over three years. It was wow. a long, yep. I got a long appointment that first time. Wow. It can happen. And, and I just wonder about that whole issue, you know, of appointments. It, is it the best way to do vacancies? Is it the best way? Because doesn't it, doesn't it leave open the possibility that the person who's doing the appointing, which is generally the mayor, is stacking the deck rather than having the, you know, the citizens, the taxpayers voting, he mm -hmm. gets to put whoever he wants in there. Well, no, it's, it's not up to the mayor. And, and before, um, 
When, when I was mayor, I, I took two, I, I would say I took liberties that for two appointments, I kind of took a liberty of um, putting forth a candidate, you know, a singular candidate and, and straight up asking the council to appoint this person that I, that I think should be appointed. Right. That's, that wasn't the, that wasn't the practice. That wasn't the historical practice. Um, hmm. That you know, surprises it was, me. Yeah, we, it was, it was, we took up the council took applications, um, over a period of time. And then you have public interviews. Um, that, and the, Jake, the that has not happened. That has not happened for the last several years. Correct. Yeah. It'd be, I mean, uh, I think even, the, the, even for committees, you know, even for committees, there's, well, there is no, you know, yeah, committees typically there wouldn't be anything like that. It would, um, mm-hmm. that's, that's just the mayor. Mm-hmm. And typically the mayor would, you know, go through applications and just appoint one. But mm-hmm. so the last, um, counselor that was appointed through a, um, kind of a longer drawn out, process of taking applications was Roger Thompson. Hmm. And so okay. Roger Thompson, Dennis Triglia, Kelly McLean, mm-hmm. Brent Hodges, those mm-hmm. were all appointed through a, you know, there were really? a handful they of people yeah, that appointed. applied. Yeah, originally. Funny. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, um, huh. so you mentioned the, um, kind of the faultiness of, of like, doing a quicker, almost hand-picking candidate. Right, right. Um, and, and some of the issues with that. And you're right. I mean, it definitely it definitely doesn't – I mean, the public isn't voting on it. Mm-hmm. They, they sure aren't voting on it. And mm-hmm. um, if there's not a bunch of applications taken, then it's even, you know, less, I guess, less, less public in, involvement, you could say. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, oftentimes can, uh, we don't know who the person is, right? Right. I mean, nobody had. Well, I'm not going to say nobody. Obviously, some people know who Isaac Hodges is, but a right. lot of us had no idea who he was. He'd never been on any committee that we knew of, and we'd never seen him at city hall before. It was like, wow, where did where yeah, did he come somebody from? very yeah, very very different. Yeah. Uh, my, my first one like that, I appointed Ron Hedenskog back to the city council. Um, mm-hmm. and it was the first, first time that something like that, you know, was quick like that. I just kind of mm-hmm. put him before the council and said, guys, I mm-hmm. think we should just put him back on. Right. Um, and I had my reasons at the time, mm-hmm. uh, but, but I get how all things being equal, um, the appointment process, uh, I think it's better than a special election. We wouldn't want to do a special election to fill single vacancies. But I, I would hope. Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? I mean, well, because it's expensive and time consuming and. Expensive and um, the time. I mean, I, I know it's uh, obviously our BMC could be changed mm-hmm. to hold a special election, but yeah, the time and the cost of it seems. You know, just the cost, the 20,000 bucks seems prohibitive. I don't know. You wouldn't want to do that. $20,000 I wouldn't want to. to special election. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, special election. Yeah. That's I mean, ridiculous. I'm, you know, you, you wow. can double check and call me a liar on that one, but I mean, it's, it's not, it was not cheap. <laughs> I would never call cheap. you a liar. Yeah. Certainly not cheap. So uh-huh. I, a, appointments are a normal thing when you have, when you have, um, vacancies. Mm-hmm. 
but I would agree that, you know, in, in common practice, it should be, um, we take a number of applications. Sometimes it was a lot, sometimes it was a little, and right. you do some public interviews and, right. and appoint somebody. Right. Um, I, I hate to say this, but we're running out of time. <laughs> it's okay. I can't, I can't believe it. It just goes so stinking fast. Oh, an hour. That's almost been an hour. That's crazy. Yes. I'm thinking, I was yes. thinking 45 minutes. Yeah, this yeah. doesn't, no. I mean, this has not been quick, right? Interesting. I know, I know. Um, so I, I, any last comment? Is there, is there, is there a way at this point that you can see for getting this resolved in any way? Oh boy. I, you know, I would, I'd love to give a nice hopeful, hopeful speech, but I'm kind of a realist. There's, you know, things like this, they're just really messy. And typically to, you know, to go back now and try to right a wrong would be even messier. Um, yeah. So it's it, trying to close it, the it, barn doors when the yeah, horses are already out. Right. And it it feels like there's been so much kind of swept under the rug and and kept from the public that um bringing it out now is not it's not going to make people happy. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. There's there's some yeah. people that seem upset about this enough that, you know, yeah. you could you could even see a recall petition circulating. Oh, um, I've heard several people talking about that. Yeah. And that's, yeah. There, you know, this and wouldn't that be again, the first time. What a, what a huge time waster though, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. seriously, that's, that's what we've got to spend our time on. It's like, couldn't, couldn't they just do the right thing initially? <laughs> so well, we didn't I, have to do this. I, I would hope, I, I hope that they can still wade their, wade their way through it. And I hope I Janelle hope so. can. You know, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, th- things can happen. Things can happen, yeah. and and time can, um, not heal wounds, but but time right. can mellow out a lot of feelings that right. people have. Right. Well, Jake, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, and You're welcome. you know, we we never talk. We never talk ourselves out, as far as I'm concerned. So, <laughs> you know, anytime you want to come back on, I would be thrilled to have well, you. I appreciate that. And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. Our show that Jake and I did, Building Bridges, is available as podcasts on our website, kciw.org. Please support your volunteer-run, nonprofit community radio station so that we can continue to bring you programming like this. Become informed and become active in local issues. Democracy depends on all of us. I'm Candace Michelle, and this is Our Community.